Welcome back, everybody, to another exciting edition of the Real Bourbon Bros podcast. I am Gary, along with my brother Steve. Steve, how hello, are you tonight? Hello. I'm doing well. Doing well. I'm doing fine. Doing fine. Doing good. I'm doing spectacular. Oh, I'm all positive words. Really positive words. Yeah, I'm not positivity. I'm not, uh, <laughs> yeah, positivity uh, flowing out of my my body here, just emanating high hole. Yeah. Uh, well, we appreciate everybody listening to uh, our podcast that we put up so far. I think we're at number 10 now, so we're cruising right along. We appreciate everybody's support um, and uh, everybody's feedback on social media. Uh, we really appreciate everything uh, that you guys uh, have given us back to what we have given you, hopefully with some education about whiskey. Keep comment. And our, yeah, in, our, in the comments. Yeah, more comments. Exactly. Um, more comments. Do I... How about a single comment? <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. <laughs> we got a couple. Got a couple. Yeah, we appreciate. It. Yeah, I mean, I think more of the distilleries uh, coming on our stuff than uh, our our fans here, but that's good. It's all good. So yeah, another episode tonight. Really excited about this episode. I know we say that every episode, but uh, we are gonna do a deep dive uh, into searching for Pappy here. Um, exciting announcements with from different distilleries and some of their products. Again, searching for that body bottle of Pappy. We are still looking for that bottle, but we have found some other. Not, not only Pappy. Though. I know, but that's kind of the segment. Searching for Pappy. We're, we're finding <laughs> a lot of other things along the way, so we'll talk to you about. About of a week. course, it's it's the journey. Oh, finds on that journey. Uh, we'll do a bottled and bond standoff uh, in the whiskey standoff. Heaven Hill, two Heaven Hill products, uh, McKenna bottled and bond, and Heaven Hill bottled and bond. Um, very similar yet different flavor profiles, and we're looking forward to that standoff. And then stump the bro. We kind of. Um, I mean, with something where we kind of jump around from different topics, you know, and this topic is kind of all encompassing the one we're doing tonight because it is an outlier of all the bourbon houses. What does that mean? Um, well, bourbon houses, you know, the parent companies of the distilleries, who actually owns these distilleries, who's getting the money at the end of the day. So we're going to hopefully. Uh, and who's making yeah. the juice? Well, the distilleries are making the juice, but who's actually making the dough? <laughs> Yeah, well, yeah so we'll uh, break down. <laughs> There's the 10 big uh, the companies that own the majority of the distilleries that make bourbon. Um, so we'll break those down and uh, check our social media later. Uh, maybe not tonight, but uh, well, depends on when you're listening to this. Probably when you're listening to this, it'll definitely be on our social media uh, you know, accounts. Uh, a good visual breakdown of all the companies that own the distilleries that make uh, bourbon. So. And we'll get you guys out of here. Uh, sounds like a great episode. Uh, so, Steve, this week uh, in Searching for Pappy. My buddy, uh, Wally at Whiskey Witty, yeah. Willie, set me up with uh, a Bull Run 14-year single-barrel store pick. Finished in Pinot Noir uh, barrels. So, yeah. It's probably only red I really enjoy. Um, and uh, Is that a distillery out west? Bull Run. Um, Bueller, Bueller. Yeah, I, I didn't do a lot of research on Bull Run. I've seen some of their products before on the shelves. I've never bought anything, but this one I tried at is at a shop there, and was really impressed with the finish. Obviously, with the Pinot Noir, uh, a little sweet finish there, a little different finish than a standard bourbon. Fourteen year, um, so it was a good quality uh, bourbon. I thought overall, and it was 123 proof, so that's right up my alley. But that's nice. So. 
So I am, uh, so I had a chance to actually live out in Oregon and which at that point I was making trips out to Oregon and I liked, I learned to like uh, Pinot yeah. Noir, the wine. And that, and that, w- that remained my favorite wine for many, many years. In fact, it's, it's, it's maybe uh, my favorite okay. wine still besides you know, like, but I, I asked you that question because I just, I just looked it up. Bullrun is actually in Portland. Oh, well, Oregon. there you go. So that makes a lot of sense. There's a lot of Pinot Noir uh, because of the climate right, right. in that there, in the Pacific Northwest. That's where they can grow the grapes. And that makes sense because Bull Run, that uh, spirit that you got there, uh, was finished in Pinot Noir barrels. Thanks for that knowledge. Knowledge drop, big brother. Yeah. <laughs> uh, hey, got to thank Google. Um, I know you're going to talk about some of the bottles you, get, you got this week as well. But uh, before we get into that, just. Uh, want to say that there's a couple of announcements, you know, big, uh, big news this week, uh, Buffalo Trace released their antique collection, the information about their antique collection. Um, these bottles, I'm sure everybody has heard of. You have the, uh, you have, uh, William LaRue Weller, George T. Stagg, Sazerac 18, Eagle Rare, uh, 17, uh, and Thomas Handy. So those are the five bottles that make up Buffalo Trace antique collection. This year's edition is an annual release. This year's edition is out there. They released all the details. Um, I'm really excited. We'll probably dive into these deeper in a future episode once we ever get a hands-on a, a bottle, which will probably be impossible, but we'll keep looking for that. Uh, but the George C. Stagg is typically my favorite of these five. And this year's release, 138.7 ABV. So the highest ABV it's been in about seven years, six or wow. seven years. And since they didn't have a George C. Stagg last year because it didn't reach the high quality and standards that uh, Buffalo Trace wanted for this bottle, they never released George C. Stagg last year. So very coveted, all of them, but uh, I'm sure Stagg will be even more coveted this year because of uh, they did not release it last year. So pretty high rating. Oh, yeah. Yeah, they're all, all, if you go on any of the, uh, you know, breaking uh, bourbon, distiller, uh, all the different apps that that rate bourbons and whiskeys in general, they're always highly rated, always sought after. Um, and I did read a, a quick review on the George T. Stag this year, and they said it was exceptional, probably the best out of the bunch. So, uh, yeah, so I'm really excited about that. Um, so if you ever see these bottles, uh, even if you're going to pay, a, you know, a few hundred dollars over asking, I would uh, buy one. Um, I think the MSRP for any of these bottles are around $99, but I don't think I've seen one that price in five uh-huh. years. So. Um, and then one more thing, and then unless you get lucky and you're at the distillery at the time that they bring yeah. them out, and you're I don't first think they month. even dis- distribute them at the distillery; they're that exclusive. Um, and, and one yeah, more probably. thing, and then Steve, the floor is yours. Sorry to hogging all the time here. Uh, uh, High West, another distillery out west in Park City, which we really enjoy. Um, they just announced today uh, a new uh, rye blend uh, with collaboration with Prisoner uh, Wine Company. Um, aged, uh, this spirit is going to be aged in prisoner wine barrels. Um, so this is something that again, is going to be a limited uh, nationwide release. Um, I think they're just releasing them at their saloon. there up in, uh, park city come this Saturday on the 5th here of uh, November. So that'll probably be a collector's item, probably drive the price, uh, up because there's not going to be too many of them, but, uh, this one's called prisoner share high west prisoner share so just something to look out for if you see it out there out west you're living out west see this bottle uh, pick it up 
Let us know what you think. Steve, how was your week? Yeah. <clears throat> My week was uh, short. You know, it's been short yet. Um, didn't do much over the weekend, but in preparation for this week, I had to go and pick up uh, some Henry McKenna, which is what we were featuring in the whiskey standoff here. Yes. Bottled and bond. Uh, the 10 year and while there uh at the party store uh they they got a new bottle in and it is the heaven's door decade series mm. 10 years uh bourbon and i had the opportunity to crack it open last Ooh. night and yeah Man. i shared it with my daughter oh and lauren yeah so lauren yeah so or lou and she, you know, she liked it. Didn't it wasn't uh, <laughs> didn't pucker her lips like some of the other stuff I give her. But so how was it? Uh, it was uh, the, the finish was remarkable, phenomenal. Okay, I think. And but yeah, it's it's up there around a four, I think, in, in my book. Okay, well, I'll maybe at some point if you don't drink it all next year when I get up there, I can try it. <laughs> yeah, I, I would. You know, consider this not a maybe a daily sipper. I yeah. I would say it's probably a once a month like yeah sort of yeah, thing or occasion a, or after a hard at the end of the week. Yeah. Okay, at the end of a hard week or end of a great week. Yeah, just to, yeah to kind of either express yourself positively or negatively. <laughs> <laughs> no, you want to forget about something, then you want to no. Yeah, that's not. Actually, if you want to think about something, I wouldn't probably use this either. So yeah, I probably wouldn't. I'd probably use yeah, I probably wouldn't. Drinking probably to forget something is probably not the best idea. Well, maybe when you're young, when you get older, yeah. maybe not. Um, all right, well that's awesome, Steve. Uh, yeah, that's that bottle sounds delicious. Uh, yeah, hope we'll hear more about that. So down the road. yeah, nothing else. I'm I'm still waiting for their their Jack Daniels uh, barrel proof to come okay. out, but it's coming this this month. Single think, barrel. So. Single yeah. barrel. I thought you were gonna. Proof, I thought you were yeah. gonna say I'm still waiting for them to get Pappy in. <laughs> yeah, I, I'm, I, yeah. Even if I asked if I could be on the list, I I, I think I'd be like eighty one thousand. Oh, okay. Wow. All right. That's a long. Gosh. Ride. I don't know. Maybe. Yeah, that's hundreds. how that's how it is down here too. It's like he, my my guy gets like one or two bottles in, and the people that spend you know three grand a week there, you know, a precedent. So. <laughs> Uh, yeah, exactly, and and you know those are the people that I don't know how, I don't understand. how they do that, but I'm sure that they're in businesses. Yeah, exactly. You know, and they, yeah, I, I, and they get so, it's not for their collection. Like we are, we are kind of amateur novices, bourbon enthusiasts. Yeah, I mean, we don't. I mean, I'll speak for myself here. I don't. I don't buy bourbon to sell it. It's not a business for me. It's something I. Oh, it's something no, I enjoy because I like tasting different bottles. And sharing them with folks that come over that maybe don't have access to them or don't know a lot about them, that I can share my experiences and my bottles with them, and hopefully uh, help educate them a little bit and enjoy it with them, you know, for a good time. So I'm really excited about this bottled and bond uh, having hills. Yeah, let's do it. Yeah, so oh, we got to do the thing. Uh, whiskey stand. Whiskey stand. There we go. Um, so, stand up. so a little bit about these bottles. We have the 10-year McKenna single barrel bottled in bond and the bottled in bond Heaven Hill seven-year. Again, both are at 100 proof. Uh, we'll start with the McKenna, a little information uh, about the McKenna bottled in bond. This comes from Heaven Hill. 
uh, in Kentucky. Um, again, with bottled and bond, a little information. If we, I know we discussed this and stump the bro, I think yeah, we, a few episodes ago. Yeah, bottled and so, 125th year we did. Yeah, that. yeah. So bottled and bond. Yeah. Uh, a couple things to remember. It's exactly uh, 100 proof when it was bottled. It has to be aged at least four years. Um, the product of one of the distilleries. Uh, no, I'm sorry. To be a product of one distillery and distilled during just one dist- distillation season. Um, and also has to uh, bear the name and number of the distilled spirit plant where it was produced. Uh, those are all those are kind of the, you know the main um, rules for bottled and bond. Which again, th- this rule was placed uh, into effect by the government in 1897 because whiskeys and spirits at that time were getting diluted and different things were being uh, put into the whiskey, um, you know, to water it down and make it not real whiskey. So. Um, these both come from, like I said, Heaven Hill. Um, yes, sir. Yes, and the mash bill is exactly the same. Um, for the McKenna 10 year, it's 78% corn, 12% malted barley, and 10% rye. Uh, for the Heaven Hill, 78% corn, 12% malted barley, 10% rye. Um, so there should be an interesting standoff because both are very, very similar. Uh, in their not very similar, they are exactly the same in their mash bill. But again, uh, McKenna is a few years older in its distillation. Um, yeah, seven to ten. Yes, I think that's. I mean, they probably put them in different uh, rickhouses, yeah, different yeah, areas, yeah, obviously, as well. But um, you never right. know. And one and one final thing I'll add before we can get going on this tasting, um, Henry McKenna. I know it's probably stumped the bro, but uh, anything, you know anything about Henry McKenna? Why did they name this bottle after Henry McKenna? He was a master distiller in the early days of the McKenna dynasty. Mm. Okay. <laughs> sounded really convincing. <laughs> um, well, according to the Heaven Hill Distillery website, uh, he was an Irish immigrant who uh, adapted uh, the family's whiskey recipe to work with the grains he found in Kentucky. Um, so there you go. Was, I guess it was a really good recipe of an uh, Irish immigrant who worked uh, in Kentucky. So and they, well, I guess Heaven Hill found his, found his recipe somehow. But um, All right. So again, how we do the whiskey standoff, everybody, uh, we will do the nose, uh, give our opinion on the nose, the palate, uh, and the finish, as well as the whiskey wow factor at the end. We'll pick a winner and a, recommend- wow. Wow. And a recommendation. Again, if you're trying to figure out between these two, which one you should get, you should buy for a friend, which one should you maybe put in a mixer, mixer drink, which one you should just drink straight. All those good questions will be answered very shortly so stay tuned yeah all right so let's start with the what do you want to do the heaven hill first the heaven hill or the sure all right heaven hill Uh, i got got heaven hill opened already so no no trouble with the opening oh yeah the the, uh here we go Uh, there there's a trouble there's yeah that episode we got a lot of comments uh when i say a lot we had like four about how uh, they enjoyed Steve struggling with the uh, bottle condom. So that was hilarious. Sure. Yeah. Well, um, maybe you can hear me better now, huh? Yeah. Turn, turn up my mic. Well, um, I don't know if we missed okay. anything. But... <laughs> uh, well, oh, well. All right. So have... I'm really excited to uh, try this McKenna, actually. I've heard good stuff oh, about yeah. it. But let's start with the Heaven Okay, Hill. so let's start here. Have you had, I know you've had the Heaven Hill. Have you had the McKenna? 
I have not. Oh, it's a virgin experience. For no, I have not. I mean, I don't think and I have. I, and I have had both. I own both bottles, but I've never done a back-to-back uh, standoff, a whiskey tasting. So this will be new. Put too much in my in my drum. All right, here we go. So on the nose for Heaven yeah. Hill. Okay. That's nice. Mm. Nice. What do you think? Uh, a little bit uh, I, spicy, a little bit of fruity flavors, maybe. Yeah, I smell some vanilla too there. Honey, maybe. And sweetness. Yeah, some sweet, some sweet. Caramel or caramel. Some sweet. All right. I'm going to take a little dive into the palate. Okay. Oh, a little subtle rye note I think I have in there. Maybe I'm making that up. A little rye note. Yeah, a little bit, but it's very warm, sweet, um, a little char, okay. uh, and rich. That, those would be my, my few notes. I'm still, I'm still in, in that uh, spike, almost like cinnamon, but not quite as mm-hmm. as uh, strong as other, others I've tasted with that cinnamon note. Not not quite as bad. It's more of a different spice, but it's a sweet spice. I, I think honey is, is is in there. Finish. It's a rich finish. Um, it lingers. Oh, just a bit, not a whole lot. Um, and vanilla. A little vanilla maybe at the end there. Okay. Mm-mm. Yeah, again, these are both bottled, both bottled and bonds, so we're at 100, 100 uh, ABV. Um, so we're kind of, not kind of, we are. Well, you know, we're, at, we're at 50 ABV. Is that what I said? Proof. Sorry, my mistake. I'm drunk. 100 ABV. Oh, 50 <laughs> ABV, alcohol by volume. 100% alcohol. Yeah, so we're. These are uh, <laughs> apples to apples here in terms of the uh, alcohol percentage. So, yeah, this is yeah. I wonder, I wonder if you tasted this today, and then tomorrow had another blind taste test. Whether you could tell them, well, probably not. Yeah, I'm, I, I'm very have... poor at doing that. I just enjoy this. I mean, this is something that I would definitely recommend. I would suspect that these have similar profiles, but who knows? I'm going to pour myself a little bit of the McKenna now. Again, 10-year McKenna, okay, Heaven Hill is seven. What was that? <laughs> oh, here we go, everybody. Hold on. I found a little ripcord. Step one, when opening a bottle, find the ripcord. Holy cow, that... It came, it actually, it didn't that's break off either, so that's good. And then you got to, like, this one doesn't have a big, um, ah, doesn't have a. Right, it just has a little. Uh, a bottle condom right. on it. It, has it a, just, like a uh, sticker. yeah, it, the rip cord ripped it off nice and clean. I like, the, I like yeah, that. We'll talk about the bottles and the whiskey wow factor, but I, I do like the McKenna, but I, I, I foreshadowing. Uh, okay, here we go. It, oh, nice. Woo-hoo. All right. Okay. Under so the McKenna. Clean. Get a little nose here. See what it smells like. It. Okay. 
All right. All right. That's something. Ooh, squeaky. Well, something, something there. All right. For the McKenna, uh, vanilla, oak. Um, again, I, similar to the Heaven Hill, I would say. Vanilla, maybe some car caramel. I, I just, yeah, I actually the nose for me is not as strong as the okay. as the Heaven Hill. Not at all. I agree with you on that, but we'll yeah, see what the palate's like. Yeah, that's how I remember. Wow. It. All right. I'll go first real quick. I, I uh, truly, I truly enjoy this palette. Um, it's uh, sharp spice, honey, sweetness, um, a little bit of oak maybe at the back end, but just a very distinct, tasteful palette. And every time I have it, I remember why you know I enjoy it so much. So very enjoyable, uh, easy sipper. Yeah, I mean it's it's not for me the the flavors are not as distinct and they're and uh it's not as spicy and zippy as heaven hill for some reason maybe because it had another three years to mellow out maybe I don't know. zippy yeah yeah zippy i like that still oh, that's a good one still trying to get something on the nose but i yeah <laughs> just a very very light hint of vanilla that's about all i got hmm so finish for me, I think it's longer, lasts longer than the Heaven Hill. And I think there's more spice to it on the back end. It lingers longer and there's more spice is what huh. I have. The, the, my, huh. my second uh, sipper there is uh, gave me a little bit more of a satisfaction there. Yep. Yeah, usually it... And everybody's different, obviously, when you're sipping a dram. But uh, for me, the first is kind of just clears the palate for the second sip. <laughs> That's your true uh, second, third palate. sip. You know what I mean? It kind of sets the stage, right? It puts that ball on the tee for you. And then uh, the second and third sips are, are, are more of a true um, a true taste because your palate's a little more ready. Mm -hmm. That alcohol. All right. So... You ready for the results, folks? I know you've been waiting. Everybody's been waiting for this. There's people lined up outside my house right They're banging now. banging on my door. The pitchforks. Yeah. Yeah. They sent coyotes to my house. <laughs> they sent bears to my house. <laughs> All right. Here we go. Uh, nose. Uh, okay. I'm going to go with... Heaven Hill. Heaven Hill. Oh, one uh, for one. That, yeah. I mean, it's 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 splitting hairs, yeah. but I think there's just a little bit more personality on the nose. McKenna's a little more smooth, is smoother, more subdued the on the nose. Definitely, you, you're not going to get that sharp yeah. aroma for for whatever reason. It's not the alcohol, but it's just the, uh, you know the the nose notes, <laughs> the aromas. Yeah, I mean. Yeah, there's not as much, there's not as distinct yeah. uh, separating notes. Yeah. Uh, all right. So it's 1 1 after the no. That's interesting. Or I'm sorry, not 1 1, 2 0, I should say. Both of us picked the Heaven Hill over the McKenna. So 2 0. Yeah. All right. Palette. Palette. Oh, gosh. 
Are you still deciding um, over there? Yeah, I, I think uh, just from us talking, you probably know what I'm going to say. No? Evan Hill. McKenna. All right. Ah. We have a split. A split decision. <laughs> uh, you know, to, to uh, tell you the truth, I, I would say the, the first impression of, of McKenna wasn't bad, but the second sip, I would have picked a pallet over Heaven Hill. Yes, that's where we're doing the pallet. <laughs> I know we are. <laughs> but my okay. first impression of both bottles, Heaven Hill, uh, my first impression was with okay. it, but on a second well, sip, so, it was with McKenna. Well, so overall then, not first impressions, but overall from your taste. I, well, I, I hate to flip-flop, so I'll stay, stay with Heaven Hill. Okay. All right. So going into the nose, then it's three to one Heaven Hill yep. over tenure McKenna. That I don't think anybody, I don't think any of the experts or any of the uh, analysts saw this. <laughs> yeah. And this was, could be a David versus Goliath, a huge upset here. All right. Coming down to the nose. Not the nose. Not the nose. I did the so, nose. The finish. The finish. The finish. Between the Heaven Hill and the McKenna. You ready? Yeah. Drum roll. I'm going to go with McKenna. I'm going to go with Heaven Hill. Oh. Yeah. You like the Heaven Hill. Uh, I did. You don't like anything about the McKenna. I, I did say something oh, about the McKenna. And I and I say I'm, I'm partial to, I mean, it's, I, I think the, the rich and uh, you know the, the spiciness of both of them are captivating uh yeah you know with the with the heaven hill it's it's a little bit long and lingering for me for the finish okay so four two heaven hill seven year bottle and bond beats out mckenna 10 year bottle and bond in our whiskey standoff um, quite the upset, I guess, from my perspective going in, because I've, I've had both of these before and I'll be honest, I've always liked McKenna better. Hmm. Um, yeah, I always have. So, you know, it is what it is. Everybody has their own palate. And so folks, for you out there, the whiskey wow factor is next. And this is kind of where we discuss the, uh, appearance, uh, labeling, um, you know, this is the wow factor of the bottle. If you have it, does it stand out? Do people look at it? All that. I like the McKenna bottle. Um, it's a little shorter in terms of its wide base, a longer neck. Um, I like the label uh, that it comes uh, with on the top. It's like a sticker over the top of the bottle. And then mine has this little uh, rope around it with like this little um, yeah. packet of information. Right. Yeah, and I like that. That's pretty cool. So I, and the, and the Heaven Hill bottle is okay. It's a long cylinder with a very short neck. Nothing really stands out, I would say, about the label. Uh, it is a distinct label. I, I know every time I see this label, I know it's Heaven Hill bottled and bond. Same thing with McKenna, ten year bottled and bond. The labels are um, synonymous with, yep. uh, you know, with what's inside. Yeah. So, but I'd pick uh, for whiskey. Well, I'd pick the, the McKenna. Uh, yeah, the, the McKenna thing has, you know, it is a bottled and bond product. So they, they give you a little bit of like uh, the three major rules for bottled and bonds uh, in that little uh, little booklet they, they put around the neck. I mean, yeah, it looks like a exactly. it looks like a hundred dollar bill actually. What, that little uh, sticker they put at the top. Yeah, the sticker. Yeah, it's over got the, the hundred proof on it. 
So it's a green yeah. and yeah, it's kind of cool. white uh, sticker, but okay. So I'm, I'm going to tell you about the heaven Hill bottle. It is, I mean, they're both seven fifties, right? And, yes. Yes. But the heaven Hill for me is my, uh, my choice for the wow. And okay. the one thing that stood out for me is the cork. The, the, okay, the McKenna has this little yeah, plastic cork, you know, that you pop off and it's, it's, it's okay. Right. The I, Heaven see Hill, I see that. It's got a bigger cork. It's made out of wood. wood. It's, it's, it's very more, it's yeah. classier than the McKenna. He likes and the wood. The bottle is got a higher shoulder and it's, uh, I, I think it's just a okay. more uh, stout bottle. Yeah, more unique, more masculine bottle. Uh, so if if you're if you're building a football team and you want some good linemen, you'd go with the I Heaven Hill. I would definitely do the Heaven Hill. Yeah, nice and stout. Yeah. yeah. Um. Yeah. Very very fair. Very good analysis, Steve. Like always, um, I would say forty dollars for the Heaven Hill is a decent price. Fifty five, sixty for the McKenna. Probably what you're going to find yeah, it around. Uh, I mean, it's, uh, yeah. So, Michigan, I think sixty is state men. Minimum for okay. For the, yeah, I think Florida it's around the same, around sixty yeah. bucks. So the McKenna those extra three years will cost you extra twenty bucks or so. Um, but you know, everybody has their own palate. Try both. I would suggest if you're already at a bar, you haven't tried either one. Try both. Um, these are both, I would say, appropriate for single uh, pours, meaning neat pours. Um, maybe have it on the ice if you prefer that. Um, I wouldn't maybe necessarily mix these. Maybe I, <laughs> I still have from Queen. Anyway, um, yeah, I mean, if you want to mix them, great, but I wouldn't suggest bo- mixing any bottled and bond product just because it's a unique product. Yeah. And I think you should always have those neat. I would suggest any of these for gifts for yourself, either one. Um, Anything bottled or bond in general, honestly, is this a good quality product because of those rules that were put into place over a century ago? You know, you're going to get a good quality product. Um, And both these are way beyond the four-year minimum that they need to be distilled for bottled bond. One's seven, one's 10. So, yeah. So um, you can find these pretty much at any liquor store around the area, um, at least here in Tampa. I mean, most stores have these. McKenna might be a little bit harder to find. But uh, I wouldn't have a problem going to a couple of liquor stores and probably yeah. finding both these. My, my liquor store only had two bottles left of the McKenna. Mm-hmm. Uh, I took, one I after took you. One there you go. All right, guys. Well, I hope you enjoyed yeah, the whiskey good. standoff where Bottled and Bond, Heaven Hill, seven-year, four to two beat McKenna, 10-year. Uh, tune in next week for another exciting episode uh, of the whiskey standoff. I'm sure we'll come up with something interesting. If not, you can uh, fire our producer. Yeah, or give her. Or, is it a him or her? I don't know. <laughs> it's an it. Uh, it's, a, it's an AI. It's an AI. Yeah. All right, guys, moving on. Uh, whiskey standoff was a success, like always. I think we had a good tasting there, and Steve is drinking the rest of the bottle. Yeah. Uh, it's the McKenna. I'm getting, it's, it's good, beginning to grow on me. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. It does. This is a part of the podcast uh, where it starts getting interesting, actually. Stump yeah. the bro. Stump the bro. Here Stump we go. The bro. Right. So, a lot.
lot of questions about the distilleries we've been getting on our social media. Uh, so we just want to, you know, kind of break down the houses of bourbon, we call it. Um, there's actually a really good uh, chart on this web website called Wine Pair. I want to give, uh, you know, our sources their, their credit. Um, so what the Houses of Bourbon essentially is, is the companies that own the distilleries that make the bourbon that you drink. Who are these companies? There's 10 major ones throughout the world. Um, they're not all, actually 95% of them are not in Kentucky. Amazing. So even though the, yeah, even though a lot of these distilleries are in Kentucky, all the distilleries have to be in the U.S. because it's bourbon, obviously, but 95% of the companies that are making the money that own the distilleries are not in the US. I know that's because of tax reasons or whatever else, but they're just not. So there's 10 major ones. And in this uh, Stump the Bro, we're gonna kind of go back and forth and quiz each other on uh, these 10 major companies that own all the distilleries. Um, and we'll post this on Facebook, uh, Instagram, Twitter, and all that. So you guys can take a look for yourself, hopefully educate uh, you know, a little bit about uh, who makes all the money for when you buy that bottle of uh, Woodford Reserve? So let's start, see with a question. Um, what famous rum manufacturer also produces Angel's Envy? Rum? Angel's? Wow. It's a very famous rum manufacturer, the Angel's company Envy. that makes really good rum but they also own the distillery angels envy this is one of the 10 houses of well bourbon. i know i know rum i know bacardi rum bacardi is right is? yeah so bacardi bacardi owns angels envy and also stillhouse whiskey oh wow yeah yeah so bacardi um many years ago I went to puerto rico they had a very cool uh, bacardi factory there but Bacardi uh, owns Angel's Envy. So there you go, guys. Oh. More knowledge for Bacardi you. Owns... Okay, um, so they don't make, well, well, I mean, Angel's Envy is, is the distillery. So. The distillery. Yeah. Right. But who's the parent company? That's what we're discussing. Yeah, exactly. yeah. Okay. Got it. Yeah, yeah. All right. You want to go over one? I got, I got, I got a couple more if you want. Who owns or who does most of the, the Willet stuff? But like the old mill and the um, old Bardstone, Bardstown and the Rowan's Creek. I think it's Willet. You are correct. I thought I was going to stump you with that by just saying this is Willet. So Willet is another one of the uh, bourbon houses, uh, houses of bourbon. Um, so Willet's another one. Uh, and they have Johnny Dram, Willet Pot Still. Pure uh, Kentucky, Noah's Mill, Willie, Willie, Willett Family Estate, Rollins Creek, uh, Old Bardstown, and Kentucky Vintage. So, so oh, we talked about all the Bardstown, right? Willett does? Yeah, I, I think so. Yeah. Oh, I, I think so. Because the, I know the, the Fusion series is, is one of my favorite ones lately. Yeah, so, yeah, excellent. Exactly. Really all right. So, my favorite one of my favorite probably my favorite it is my favorite uh, distillery is buffalo trace why yeah. because because they make e.h taylor they make george t stag all the buffalo trace antique collection they make pappy um they make blantons they make, they make a lot 
Oh, they make so much stuff. E.H. Taylor, yeah. I mentioned. Um, Is it Eagle Rare? Eagle Rare. Weller. Weller. Yeah. Well, uh, yeah Rock Hill Farm, 1792. Farm. I mean, they're just they're, they're huge. Yeah, so I always thought that um, Buffalo Trace was a distillery, but the actual parent company is Sazerac. 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 Sazzy. Saz. So that 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 was something new. And Sazerac uh, is also a New Orleans style whiskey, a New Orleans, you know, like a Sazerac rye, right? Um, yeah. That's a good bottle as well. So that that kind of blew my mind. All right, Steve. New question. Um, MGP, we've talked about that company yeah. a lot. They make a lot of juices and other things, right? Um, outside of the whiskey world. Um, what uh, distillery um, do they own that makes Ezra Brooks, Rebel, Blood Oath, George Remus, David Nicholson? What's the name? Do you know the name of that distillery that uh, MGP owns? So I think it has something to do with Lux Row. Lux Row, yeah. I think the the official name is Lux Co. Lux Co. Lux Co. L U X C O. But yeah, Lux Row. Yeah. yeah, we had a good time at that distillery down. Yeah, One of our favorite. Well, I like that. Yeah. yeah, it was a good distillery when we went to Louisville. Yes. Uh, now, now MGP though, I'm kind of confused because isn't that in Indiana? Yes. The parent. I mean, so they they have bottled a lot of the or they. Um, actually create a lot of the juice that's made yeah in a lot of your other brands you know nulu and yeah um you know uh, eat, uh oak and eden stuff like that so yeah you know that they, they're really providing a lot of the juice for a lot of these other distilleries so that's that's interesting that uh they have their own little distillery uh business going there yeah, I think they have the Green Hat Distillery, um, which makes gin. That's in D.C. They have a distillery in uh, Lawrenceburg, Indiana, which is George Remus Straight Bourbon Whiskey. Um, uh, what else? In Lebanon, uh, Kentucky. Uh, they have Yellowstone. Uh, right, Yellowstone, a couple bottles of that. Kentucky Straight uh, Bourbon Whiskey. Um, and then Bardstown uh, based Lux Road Distilleries. That's you know kind of the ones we mentioned with Ezra Brooks, uh, Blood Oath, David Nicholson. So um, yeah, quite the um, diverse company there. But what else we got? What else? So, what else? So, we have- I, I, uh, so we talked about this last episode, and this isn't a, a stretch. In fact, if you didn't have to look this up, you probably would know this, Gary. But uh, Old Forester. Right, mm. who is who? who I, I'm actually trying mm. to collect a lot of the old Forester bottles now because I really enjoyed the the 1910, the 1920. Learning Just about standoff last week, history yep. of it. yeah. Um, of course, the 1870, 1897, which is well, the, the year that they were founded, 1870, and 1897 was the year of bottle oh, and bond. Wow. Yeah. So those four bottles make up their their series. So if you if you want to get a series, those four bottles I would recommend. But we we did talk about the distillery and the uh, the guy that started it all, right? Uh, Of course, this was years later. But do you know the distillery, or can you recall the distillery that we talked about last week about Brown Brown Foreman? Brown Brown Foreman, Foreman, yes. Exactly. Yeah, I also think 
I mean, you could also make uh, Woodford Reserve too. I mean, that yep. they own Woodford Reserve. Yeah. That's Very cool. Saying. Yeah. That's one of so, Yeah. So we have Bacardi, MGP, Sazerac, Foreman Brown, um, Willet. Um, here's another one. Uh, it's kind of a mixer. Kampar, uh, Kampari, right? Kampari. That's some, that's oh. a, it's a mixer, right? You can, you know, you see that on different uh, labels at bars when they make, make different mixed drinks. They're also into the bourbon world. Uh, they're the parent company of old, uh, wild Turkey and Russell's reserve. We love Russell's reserve, right? That's a great quality. Yes. Oh yeah. The 13. Yeah. 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 I have that one. Cause that's on my popular. <laughs> yeah. So Campari may owns those, uh, those distilleries. So, um, yeah, so interesting. today, our, our standoff here included two bottles from Heaven Hill. Yeah. But who owns Heaven Hill? Heaven Hill. Heaven Hill owns Heaven Hill. I know. Heaven Imagine be Jesus. Jesus on Christmas. Hey, Mac Ryan. Holy track of Andy. They also own or make distill uh, Old Fitzgerald, which is an amazing product. Yes. Uh, Larceny. Elijah Craig. Yeah, we, we, did, we did some Larceny before, yeah. Yeah, we did Elijah Craig. Um, oh. Parker's yeah, Heritage, which which is amazing, which is like the top of the line. Parker's Heritage, a lot of that is great juice. I've never had any, but I've just read a lot of reviews on it. Evan Williams and Fighting Cock. <laughs> <laughs> what was that? Fighting, fighting what? Fighting cock. <laughs> is, that, is that like you're like from Boston? I'm fighting cock. I'm just, I'm just, uh, I, I don't know what you're talking about. Yeah, I'm just sorry. saying it perfectly normal. Fighting cock. <laughs> I don't think that's normal, man. No? Oh, sorry. That's not normal at all. That's like... Uh, you just turn into, you know, your cousin Vinny from Boston or something. <laughs> Fighting cock. <laughs> oh, I, I, I'm sorry. Uh, I'll fight, That's all right. Fight, Fighting That's cock. Good. It's a good one. <laughs> okay. All right. So, got a couple ones left here. Um, Pernod Richard. Sounds kind of Frenchy. Yes, me. Uh, Jefferson's and Rabbit yeah, Hole. Yeah, threw me. Yeah, Rabbit Hole. You like rabbit you know, hole there. You know, so like a couple of years ago, I saw some rabbit hole on the shelf and I'm like, <laughs> wow, this looks great. And before <laughs> before we went to Louisville, right? Yeah. And then I and then I said, Hey, we have to go to Rabbit Hole because it is downtown Louisville. Well, not downtown, but it's 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 off of the main drag or one of the streets. And I'm like, we gotta go there. And it was it was a nice uh, visit there. But they're owned by Pernod Ricard, huh? Richard. Yeah, so I'm looking right now. They own Jameson. They own Glenlivet. Wow. Oh, some of the Scotch uh, family. Jameson, Rabbit Hole, Havana Club, Chavez. Chavez. Chavez, Chavez Regal. Yeah, Absolute, Glenlivet, Avion. Wow. Wow. Nice. I know. Jefferson's, we already mentioned, Lilith, uh, it's a mixer. Red Breast, which we both love. Yeah. Uh, smooth uh, Ambler, 
which I really like. That's a great product as well. Uh, Monkey 47, Plymouth Gym. Abel Hour. Oh, Abel Hour. Really? Yeah. Abel yeah, in Scotland. Yeah. Then they don't uh, Cardew. The, the Cardew. Abel I don't Hour. see Cardew on here, no. And uh, Green Spot, Irish whiskey. Hmm. Yeah. Interesting. So they, yeah, they own a lot of stuff here, man. That's crazy. So um, one, one of the, the other ones... Yeah. Uh, in this list here is something that you probably find in a lot of bars in a, a very common bourbon you see is Maker's Mark, right? Oh yeah, Maker's Mark. So and in Knob Creek, but they all are owned by which parent company? The Japanese. The Japanese. <laughs> Just the Japanese. <laughs> well, Centauri is part of it. Beam Centauri. Oh, right? Okay. Yeah. Centauri is a Japanese. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. They also have the Basin, the Basil Haydens, which yeah. not my favorite, but Jim Beam products. Uh, exactly. Legion Bakers and Bookers. Oh wow, they, yeah. They have a big family there. Yeah, those are good. Yeah, Beam Centauri. Uh, again, that's another company that makes pretty much everything. Um, you know, they're in the, they're in the Scotch um, world. Uh, they're in the Canadian. Oh, they make Canadian Club too. A um, couple Irish whiskeys they make, and Centauri, uh, obviously a huge Japanese distillery a company, I should say. Habiki uh, is part of that. Um, uh, Yamazaki. Uh, it's part of that. So it's a huge distillery um, in Japan. So interesting. Interesting. And I think we have what, maybe one or two more. Four Roses is Kirin, K I R I N. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, was there a song DA? called Kirin? Kirin? I'm not sure. Kirin Lee. And then we have a couple left here. We have uh, Constellation Brands, which is High West and oh. Nelson's Green. Uh, High West, obviously, we talked about earlier with that special yeah. release they have with the uh, with the wine finish. Um, and the last one is uh, what is that? Dia, Dia, Diego, Dia, I don't know how to pronounce it. D i a g e o. Diageo. Yeah, Diageo. That's Bullet, I W Harper, and Blade and Bow. Yeah. So I think Blade that covers everything. I think I've heard of uh, all three of those, but I I think I. I... It's only have bleed. Yeah, I've had a couple blade and bows. They're 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 okay. Nothing nothing tremendous, but uh, hopefully that helps everybody a little bit. I know it was a long segment there. I kind of want to wrap it up, but we just want to touch base on all those yeah. companies that are making all the money. So when you go down and spend your fifty dollars on a bottle of Knob Creek, you know where it's going. All right, in your belly. I mean, yeah, <laughs> to the Japanese. So, yeah, to the Japanese again. Beam Centauri. Um, but uh, do some research on your own. We'll play, we'll post this on our social media. So when you're listening to this episode, you can uh, cross-reference uh, this uh, family of bourbons, house of bourbons, uh, the companies that own all the bourbon distilleries uh, that you love. So, all right, Steve, another episode coming to an end. Yeah. I think that was a good productive episode. Um, long one, too. I know we want to get them shorter. So we'll work on that. We'll work on it. Social media, Facebook, please f- uh, follow us on 
uh, Facebook. Um, we are Bourbon Bros, Gary and Steve. Bourbon Bros, Gary and Steve. Twitter, as Tanil would say, Twitter. At Real Bourbon Bros. Twitter at Real Bourbon Bros. Instagram at The Real Bourbon Bros. Instagram, The Real Bourbon Bros. And our YouTube page, Real Bourbon Bros Podcast, Real Bourbon Bros. So I think that is it for our plugs. Again, everybody, we love the feedback. Hopefully you enjoyed our whiskey standoff today between the Bottled and Bond, uh, Heaven Hill products. You, and you, you learned a little bit about the different uh, parent companies of your favorite distiller. Uh, and also, um, you enjoyed our walk down our weekly purchases with Searching for Pappy this week. So with that, Steve, we'll say good night. And until another time, I have one thing to say to you. What do you got to say to me? <laughs> I'm really tired, and I'm going to go to sleep. Okay, sweet dreams. Sweet dreams. Sweet dreams, everybody. Don't let the bed bug tight. Okay, see you later. Talk to you later, guys. Yeah, bye. Bye.